Check, 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 check. Yeah. Check, 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 check. What's that? Check. Check, check. Check. I, I don't know if this is on. Yeah, it's on. Yeah, you're on. I'm on? Yeah, man. All right. Everything's on. That's all it is. We are live and mauled. Would you ever run a driving school for a living? A driving school? Yeah. What do you have to do for that? It seems like a hellish job. You mean because you have that emergency brake that you might have to slam on? Yeah. Well, around here, I just see a lot of adults getting their licenses. I feel like that's probably something that you're better off learning when you're a child. Yeah, they should just let kids drive. Yeah, I would let my kid drive. How funny would it be if you got on the road and it was all 10-year-olds driving? Hey, you guys can't drive. Well, they're 10-year-olds drive Uber. Why not? Who cares? I'd prefer that over most Uber drivers. I would, too. At least 10-year-olds still care. <laughs> My daughter still puts in a lot of effort. Well, she's 11. We're, uh, we're going right across the street. Oh, yeah? Where are we going? Faces? Yeah. Or we can sit outside if you want to sit out back. They got outdoors at Faces? or? Yeah, they do. Would you rather sit outdoors or indoors? It's a pretty nice day. Oh, doesn't look like the outdoors open. Wow, they're like, we're open now. Get your ass inside. Wonder if any of your fans are here. I put a thing up on Instagram oh, yeah? and you were coming to the faces. Did you let them know? Cause uh I think we can just walk in and set up the bar. How are you guys? Good, how are Good, you? How are you? You want to do some drinks? Can I get a progression? Yeah, of course. Same thing. Sounds like a cool. Yeah, I feel like steak frites might be the move tonight. What does that end up being? Steak tips and french fries? Yeah, but they're doing it with fingerling potatoes, so it's not like straight up fries, I guess. But pizza's good here too. I don't want pizza again, though. No, I think I'm going steak frites. I might do a French dip. I had a disappointing day at the gym. I tried to bench 215 for four sets, four to five reps, but I only got to three today. I think if I had treated my body more kind over the weekend, I probably could have hit the four to four and a half reps. If only you wanted it more. Mm -hmm. So I have to want it more, and I have to get my nutrition together. So. It's in this vault room. This used to be a bank. Yeah, I see that. First National there's, Bank of Malta. Yeah, there's a there's a like a private dining room in there. If you bring like a large party, they'll put you in there. It's kind of dope. Yeah, I guess this is the bank where there was like the first bank robbery with a murder or something like that. There's a sign about it outside. Really? Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're like, this is the thing we're proud of. Whoops. I like this beer a lot. It's an IPA, but it's like, it's not like, um, you think there's lactose in this? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think there is. There's lactose in all the hazy ones. Not all of them. Some of them are just incredibly unfiltered. And I've noticed lately on menus, if they add the lactose, they usually write that they add the lactose. These vegans get pissy. What are you doing? Can we start with the mesquite wings? And then um, I'm going to do the steak frites. Medium? Do the French dip. Thanks. This one looks like it might have it. I know like when they have like an almost gray, as opposed to just cloudy look. This place is huge. I don't know if it's because I've been in Baltimore so long. But yeah. Like, this much space is crazy. <laughs> this is the amount of space they use for, like, concerts in Baltimore. This would be like a hall. It's like the size of our casino. I want to go to that casino. We can go there next time. How much money do you spend at a casino to make it, like, ridiculous? I hang out with some people that are really good at gambling, crypto, and day trading, and it makes me feel like a fucking loser because it's like... <laughs> Dude, I don't know, I went to Encore and I put $300 on Black 17 and I hit and I made $1,500 and then I was like, let's get out of here. I'm like, I've never made that much. I've never had the, 
the cojones to drop $300 in one shot gambling because I feel like I don't know what I'm doing but then like roulette from what I understand there's there's no you don't know what you're doing Dude, so what's in Stoneham you moved to Malden you fixed the whole place up it's now a hip place I gotta move on I gotta fix Stoneham up now what's Stoneham like suburban is it yeah drive everywhere yeah I feel like it's better for my liver if I can't walk to places like this. Because when I'm like, oh, should I have that third beer? Very good about being like, no, I got to drive. I can't do this. I can't do that. But then yeah. when it's like when you're here and you can walk home, it's like, what, third beer? I have my fourth beer. Ten you know, beers. Who cares because you're home in 30 seconds? Yeah. But I think that the difference is, is now, instead of this place being my local brewery or Idle Hands, I have, I have Lord Hobo. So kind of still coming out ahead. That's a stoner? Five minutes away on Woburn. Alright. I don't even know where Stoneham is. A little north of here, nestled into 93. Alright. I bought a new bed. You did? Mm hmm. Before moving? Or is it going to the new place? Going right to the new place. Right. Just a standard bed? No. Not just a standard bed. A beauty rest black. What is that? Memory foam and no. spring? Plastic wrap coils? Not exactly sure, but. Needless to say, the bed was a bit of an investment. I'm gonna say exactly how much it cost, but it wasn't the most expensive. Three thousand dollars. Five thousand. Don't say that on the podcast. We're gonna black out how much I spent on it. You're gonna what? We're gonna black out how much the bed actually cost. On the podcast. <laughs> Why? Why are you embarrassed over the price? Because there's starving people on the street. And you're... Yeah. Actually, no. It was like I needed a bed frame. Oh yeah. And then uh, every altogether it was, but the bed was like. Did you get a, a bed frame that adjusts? No, I didn't do that. I have that now, and I never use it. Really? We use that shit every day. You set yourself up for this one, but I was talking to my friend. When I was like, yo, should I get out the base like that? And he goes, dude, what are you, 60? Yeah, that's what people think. Dude, those 60-year-olds figured something out. They usually don't figure anything out. They figured out that bed business. I like it when I'm real hungover. I want to drink some coffee in bed. I don't want to get up. I just press the remote control. It puts me in the vertical my position. My couch is as good as the bed, so I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. But my mom has Parkinson's, which is, they just got a bed that basically lifts her out of it. It's like a kneeling bed. It's awesome. That's going to be my next move. Oh. So then in the morning, I don't even have to stand up. I think it just push me off to work. If you do that, I'm not going to be in front anymore. You don't need that. <laughs> Look, I'm going to TikTok it every time I do it. Uh, only if you use like a boomerang setting where it lowers, picks you up and lowers you back down. I kept hearing uh, Tempur-Pedic was like the bee's knees. And I was like... Uh, he was like, I don't even want to show you guys Tempur-Pedic because I don't think that's what you're going to really want. And then he was like, he's like, you know what? He goes, let's go compare. I go, all right, cool. And after like the, going on the beauty rest, like the couple of different ones, and then I tried the Tempur-Pedic and I was like, yo, I kind of hate this. And I thought I liked it, but I didn't. And then he was like, try out this bed. He's like, I got one more to show you that I think you guys are going to like. And it was a latex bed. And it was the nicest bed I've ever sat on, ever. And I'm like, how much is this one? And he was like... Yeah, that's eight thousand dollars, and I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, probably not. I don't want a bed that's worth more than the trade-in value of my car. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can't put a price on a good night's sleep. That's what I always. <laughs> Jordan's is funny though because they have the sleep guys and they wear doctor jackets. Is Tempur-Pedic? Is that the one that has like memory foam on top, or is it the one that's it's all just memory? Foam? All memory foam, and they're cool, but like you just. Dude, an all memory foam bed should cost like five hundred dollars. Yeah, I probably agree with that. I like a memory foam top. Yeah. You only need a couple inches of it. They build it into some mattresses now, but it's like, 
it's usually the part that wears out the fastest, so I just buy the extra topper. You just buy the extra topper, so now I have to buy king size linens. Yeah, we that, do that. I'm excited about that. You gotta buy the deep ones. They have like yeah. the 18 inch pockets on the side. That's what I did. I'm excited. I'm excited for a good night's sleep. The fans love a good bed talk. <laughs> yeah. The 40 year old ton podcast. If you don't get it right, it really affects your back. All right. All right. Yeah, it works. 50-ton podcast, wet and wild edition. Now we're live at the pool. We're live at the pool. Live at the pool. Amelia's waist-deep in freezing cold ice water. If you submerge your neck, it'll be warmer. You got all that cool air moving around. How long will she last? How long can she swim? You got to dunk your head under. Let your body catch up. This is like when Chris Angel buries himself in ice. Yes. It's good for you. You gotta dunk your shoulders in. You'll feel better. Let's your body temperature adjust. It's the only way. You gotta do it, dude. Just swim across the pool. You'll be good on the other side. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, just jump in and swim. Move around swim a little bit. Swim around. Get the, get the blood flowing. These kids, they don't know how to swim. Mm hmm. <laughs> She's currently doing the Nosferatu pool walk with her hands in. You gotta just do it. <laughs> I didn't get in, so I can't do it. Mm, too cold. <laughs> I'm kidding, it's not too cold. Can I put your hands in? No. Is that it? It's cold. Dude, you gotta get your shoulders in there. Put your hands in the water. No, I, I know it's cold, I believe you, but I'm saying if you wanna stay in, in I don't want to. I've got a nice cold beer, I wouldn't swear. I can't, I got a nice cold beer, I have a microphone set up next to me, I physically am not doing that. Yeah, it's cold, thank you, I got it. Did you bring a towel? Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. I don't want your wet hands nah. and stuff all over my stuff. Throw your towel on. You gonna go upstairs? You gonna hang out? Want a beer? Yeah. <laughs> no chance. Careful. Stop. I'm doing a podcast right now. It's a sacred art form. All right, get your towel so you don't get pneumonia. It's a, the worst disease ever. It's like COVID times two. I had pneumonia. It's worse. Imagine two. Well, I had a worse time. If somebody died from COVID and you asked them if it was a worse time, they'd probably. <laughs> So it's all relative, because I got a lot I got a lot sicker off pneumonia than I did off COVID. Oh my god, that microphone is small. It's a little microphone. It's a little microphone. You wanna say hi to your fans? Do you wanna be on the show? No. You want Ed to interview you? No. Amelia the kid. Tell our audience what your grades are. Terrible. That's not true. Well they run the gamut. I would say that the subjects that she enjoys more, the grades are good. The the ones she doesn't like enjoy is You don't like social studies? It's racist now. It learn is? About the KKK and but that's not racist. You're supposed to learn about that stuff. Oh, yeah. It's not racist how people would target. Well, it's racist people. that they did that, but you need to learn about it. Yeah, they're still doing it. Yeah, you're learning about racism. It's not your class isn't racist. <laughs> it would be racist if they didn't teach you that stuff. It's not particularly enjoyable, but it was less enjoyable for the people that were victims. My school, pride flag. <clears throat> well, that's good. Sounds like your school's all right. Yeah, it's a progressive place. Covering racism and LGBTQ rights. Yeah. Sounds all right. Yeah, what's what's the big deal? Kids. Well, I agree with you there. Ugh. So Amelia is 11 and she doesn't like kids. Anything else you want to tell our fans? You want to plug in and just do the podcast for a few minutes? You want to just host the podcast? Show us how it's done? You're a millennial. I mean, you're going to be making it into the podcast at this point. Go see if your friend texts you back. I don't feel like it. Who's your friend? Kyle. Where's Kyle? Kyle's at school? No. At night? No. By himself? He's at, he's at night court. He's in detention. 
It's a very long detention. Give me my hoodie. Please. I'm all plugged in over here. He's tied up you, at the moment. I bought you dinner. You can bring my hoodie. Come on, let's go. Extra spins. World's most annoying child. Should fit right in as a podcast host. Oh, she absolutely would fit in as a podcast host. She does a good job of not going away. She does, like, that's the thing that it's she like our podcast. Like it just keeps she going. She just says it won't go away. Yeah. Like, she just keeps <laughs> what going. She's doing color guard stuff right now. You're, like, you're in the marching band. Uh, flag twirler. Stop. The longest I've ever seen it take for someone to bring a hoodie. And I've seen some <laughs> slow hoodie gather. <laughs> jerk. <laughs> Get my hoodie now. Five, four, three. Hurry up. Wow, we should have mic'd her an hour ago. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Talking shit with Steve's child. Yeah. <laughs> he is coming home at some point, you know. All right, go take a shower. Goodbye. <laughs> See you at home. She's good at pushing buttons. Amelia the kid, ladies and gentlemen. Good night. Well, she got your sense of humor. Yeah, my sense of humor sucks. <laughs> That's my sense of humor. Sorry. At what age is she going to be funnier than you? She never. I bet 22. 22, she's going to be smoking you on the jokes. Trying to capture the studio. Capturing the magic. Mobile studio. So what are we going to talk about tonight? Welcome back to Shop Talk. I'm here with award-winning hair colorist, Edmundo Fafito. Fafito Azevito. Fafito Azevito. Podcast getting hard. The weather's nice. No, I don't care. It's two hours out of my week. Whole world's beckoning <laughs> to me weekend after weekend. 24 hours out of your week because you're a psychopath. <laughs> oh, so remember when there was a big fire? Yeah. Yeah, well, there you go. They destroyed that guy's unit. They killed the guy after? It looks like there was... <laughs> I saw the guy recently. I think they put him in a different unit. They should put him in jail. They should. Who burns their house down? He has a huge German Shepherd that's like... That when, turns on the stove while he's yeah, at work? When you, when you, <laughs> when you lease from here, they tell you what breeds are prohibited. I'm pretty sure Germans are on it. But there's all these people in here with 120-pound dogs, and it's like... Why would you live on the sixth floor of an apartment complex with a dog that's 120 pounds? Why would you set your condo on fire? I'm actually wondering how much it was actually on fire versus it was just smoke damage. You think it was just smoky? This German Shepherd was trying to cook him breakfast? I'm pretty sure he cooked something, didn't turn the burner off, and the smoke just went nuts. Like he was cooking on a cast iron or something in his apartment. Well, then why would the windows be all barred up? Because it was, dude, it was so bad. The fire department just smashed them and... Yeah, to let, start letting it out. Wow. They don't care. I saw them up there with flashlights. They were going crazy. Like, cause I was watching it from the parking lot over there. But the audience that doesn't remember. It was the night before I left for Mexico. So I'm like packed up. I was like, I'm going to bed early so that I can uh, get up and go to the airport. No big deal. And uh, yeah, this dude torched his unit. Floor to ceiling. I just took a picture of that and sent it to my wife and wrote a taste of Baltimore. <laughs> uh, we board up our houses for other reasons. So you don't get animals trapped inside. So in two to three weeks, I'll have a pool with a nine-foot deep end. Really? As opposed to right now where this pool is three feet all around because they don't trust adults. Honestly, though, this pool is probably pretty much on top of a garage. Yeah, three so. feet around is not. I have to basically, like, sit on the floor in this pool the whole time. It stops, like, mid-thigh, and it's just like, this is awkward. That's barely a pool. That's like the pool before the pool, the waiting Splash pool. Bed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the pool's too busy. Go in yeah. there. Wasn't bad on a hot summer day. But now we have a nine-foot pool, nine-foot deep end in my new place, so. 
kid's going to have to learn how to swim. She loves swimming. Well, there yeah. you go. How's the Modelo? Smooth. You know, we grew up on beers like this. Coronas, Heinekens, like this class of beer. Light lagers. And uh, Cervezas. They're not as exciting as New England IPAs, but they're a lot better on you altogether if you're going to have a couple of beers while you podcast. And, you know, frankly, they're better on your stomach and your brain the next day, too. So, Well, yeah, those 9% alcohol beers. Totally unfiltered. And we'll throw in a, we'll throw in a uh, half a cup of milk. <laughs> so it's foggy and sweet. For you vegans out there. Gross. Give it up. Actually, how's that work? Because I, I do know a lot of vegans who like IPAs, and I don't think that they... Uh, Pay attention? I don't think that they realize that a lot of them have lactose added in. I got a, I got one guy who's a really, really big-time vegan. Coolest dude ever. But he, he might actually tell me on this one, I, I predict he might actually say, well, you can't be perfect all the time. Because <laughs> he said that to me about things before, and he's he's a pretty strict vegan. He basically eats that Whole Foods diet that we did midwinter, but with uh, with no bro protein. But he does a lot of meat substitute stuff, like the Beyond Most vegans stuff. I know have pets. They always go on and on about how, like, oh, even if it's ethically harvested meat, the animals are still abused. And it's like, dude, your animal is trapped indoors all day, freaking the fuck out while you're at work, and it shits on your carpet. You only let it out once a week, and it never gets a chance to get laid. Mm. That's, a, that's a fair point. You almost never run into a vegan that doesn't have a pet. And that never makes sense to me. Well, a lot of them love animals. So a lot of them have a lot. Of, I, I know one vegan that has like a lot of pets. But then they've done other things that have struck me as hypocritical. Yeah. On the other hand, the animals we eat and the animals we keep as pets are very likely going to be the only animals that aren't completely extinct in like 100 years. Like you're not going to have tigers or elephants or... Yeah, well, we could have tigers Chimpanzees. If, if, human, if poachers didn't exist. You'll have tigers because of all those crazy guys in Florida that like yeah. to use them to get chicks. Humans are pretty good at just wrecking shit, sure animals are. included. Of course, you know, if you left it to an animal, they'd tear into you while you're breathing. My cat's vicious. Dude, your cat would eat your face if it could. It probably yeah. thinks about it like, I bet I could take this guy down. Yeah. Like you read about those people that like they die in their sleep and then like their cats and dogs eat their flesh. It's like. All we found was a skeleton. <laughs> I've never heard about a cat eating anyone, but you do hear about dogs. Yeah, like there was, a kid, there, was, there was a kid in my hometown a few years ago that was working for a, like a breeder and they were feeding people's dogs while they're out. And some family had like six pit bulls and the family had been gone for a while and they sent a 13 year old kid to go feed the dogs and the dogs killed him. And this was in wow. Dighton, this was a few years ago. Wow. This actually happened. This isn't like a made up rumor yeah. thing or whatever. So I was thinking about getting a dog and then my boy Evan was watching my boy Drew's puppy the other day and we were over there hanging out. It's like a puppy puppy. It's like eight weeks old and it would not stop pissing and shitting on his floor. <laughs> I've never had a puppy that was like eight weeks old. I've been around dogs. Like when we had Milo, I started dating Aaron. He was already like a year and a half, two years old. So she did the work already. So yeah, she already did the work. But like with a puppy like that. You get one of those homeless dogs. Those damaged I'm good. Dogs. I'm good. Well, they probably want to pee outside. They just want to be outside to roam. Dogs with emotional I'm problems. I'm not taking a dog out once an hour. <laughs> when you have a puppy, you pretty much have to take it out every hour to start getting it in the habit of relieving itself outside. You've got it inside all day. Can't control its bladder. Doesn't know any better. Yeah. Yeah. I would pay the extra thousand bucks for a crate trained dog that's already like six months old. <laughs> Just buy like a one of those uh, seeing eye dogs. They mm -hmm. train those. Get a bomb sniffing dog. Or drugs. Then you can always uh, be like, Amelia, the dog's saying there's something in your room. <laughs> It'd be good for the teenage years. Room check. What do you think of the Pilsner? It's good. I like the can. The can's got a texture to it, which is kind of cool. It's a textured can. Pilsner Roquel. It's the original Pilsner from Pilsen.
Are you tired of waking up tired, butt hurt that your bed blows? USMattress.com will help you find your dream sleep machine. Take our Beautyrest Black K-Class Ultimate Plush Pillow Top. Softer than a motherfucker, the Beautyrest K-Class will get you your sleep. Whether a side sleeper who kicks in your sleep or a back sleeper who wets the bed, the T3 pocketed coil system is built with three steel strands all braided into one solid coil that isolates motion and provides fucking amazing support. Included with Black Ice 4.0 and right temp memory foam, your ass will never get too hot. The foam surface pulls heat away from the mattress and dissipates that shit wherever. You all have peace of mind knowing that this mattress is Certa Pure US certified and with US mattresses guaranteed price of $4,799, you'll sure as shit be sleeping peacefully. If you place an order right now, US Mattress will throw in a free $300 gift card. USMattress.com. We got the beds, you got the cash, get on the internet and visit us. Are you prepared for the teenage years, by the way? When your kid's gonna hate you? I mean, you really, you, you really want to know about kids? No, I want to know how you're gonna deal with a teenager. Well, I don't know how I'm gonna deal with a teenager. I don't want to know about kids. I was a kid once. I get that. I want to know how you're gonna deal with it as a parent. Well, I know you know how they're gonna be. I don't know. I don't honestly know how my kid's gonna be. But as you just saw, my kid's a horrible ball buster. <laughs> but at some point, they get away from you, though. Like they don't want to be near you. Well, that's the thing, and I and I understand that. But I think the worst thing that parents can do is just like everything that they try to do is like an overcorrection on their kid. And it's like you got to let your kid be a kid. And like I already know the direction she's gonna go with her fashion. She's kind of got like a goth skater rapper dress style, and I feel like she's probably gonna go further into that. But there's nothing she can do physically. I mean, there's almost nothing she could do because I'm already tattooed. Erin has a nose ring and four earrings and like pink hair and blue hair so it's like and we've already dyed her hair and yeah. let her pierce her ears which she let close up and was like i don't really care about repiercing them so it's like where do you go from there you know what i mean like the only thing she could do is if she was like i'm gonna black out my whole body and tattoo my face and split my tongue like that's when it would be a little ridiculous <laughs> The, the biggest thing she could do to rebel from this family is just be like a doctor or an accountant or a lawyer or some shit. Like straight up white collar. <laughs> She's going to go total white collar and then yeah, shame which I don't, you. I don't really see that happening, but you know, you never know. But She'll be like, you peasants work for she's, me now. She's already very moody. Oh, we have a tough time almost every morning. It's a battle to get her to go out to school. Oh, it's yeah. a battle to get her to go to bed. And then in between, she's pretty all right. But so anyway, what are you asking me? I'm not that interested in what kids are like. I'm just interested in... Uh, how I'm going to parent them? Not well, how you do it, just how people do it. Because I'm always fascinated by the way that well, goes. I think when it comes to parenting in teenage years, if you can't do a job with your kid through 11, 12 years old, you're just a fucking selfish prick. It's not that crazy. You need to be there. You need to read your kid's stories. You need to give them incremental doses of freedom, things like that. You know, you, you mostly you need to be around, spend some time with your kid, be a caring parent, be nice. It's more of a soft skills thing. I think parenting is more soft skills. But teenage years is like when, you know, when they I'm, do their own thing. I'm not nervous. I'm a little, I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little nervous for it, but it's one of those things where it's going to be what it's going to be. And this whole way up, it's going to be what it's going to be. And my kid started this pandemic when she was at the end of nine, went through her 10th birthday. No, she's 11. She hasn't had a friend's birthday party in two years because... All of her friends moved, and then you move back to school, and it's tough to connect with people. That's brutal. So, you know, like, me, her, and my wife are like a trio. You know what I mean? So I feel guilty when I want to just spend time with my wife and, you know, leave her at home. But she's also at the point where she really enjoys staying home by herself, and she's shown that she can handle it. Yeah. Now, what am I going to do when she's 
15, 16 years old, boys start coming around, people start having cars. That's the shit that I'm a little bit nervous for. But I also feel like there's a fine line between being too permissive, letting your kids walk all over you, do whatever they want, no boundaries, no limitations, no expectations. And then, you know, you don't want to be overbearing either. Like, I want my kid to not have a high level of anxiety. I don't want my kid to think that they can't tell me stuff. Right. But I also don't want my kid to be 16 years old and be like, hey, dad, I'm going to an orgy tonight. Is that totally cool? Sorry. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna go out and uh, do a ton of drugs tonight. Is that cool with you? It's like, no. It's, <laughs> you know, so that's the type of thing. You don't want to be, like, overbearing, but you also don't want to be one of those parents that's just, like, totally cool about it. It's like, yeah. well, if my kid's going to be an artist and they're going to do heroin for 15 years, then they need to experience that. You know, like, get the fuck out of here with that shit. I'll also say as the parent of a daughter, you know, that's, a, that's another whole set of things because you're worried about, I don't want my daughter to ever be in a position where a guy is being too aggressive, you know, or I don't want my daughter to be you used by guys you know i was a teenage boy and <laughs> dudes are just running off testosterone 24 7 and i don't want my daughter to be in a compromised situation ever and that's just the type of thing where i can't always be there you Tough know what spot. i mean but fair warning my nine goes off so <laughs> fuck around and find out traditional dad thing to say well i don't think that the traditional dad thing has done anyone any good ever do you no you gotta let your kids live their life the people I know with the strictest parents growing up were, like, the ones that went way out of their way to fuck them over. Right. <laughs> it's like, just to prove a point. I feel like my kid has had kind of a unique experience because she hangs out with me and my wife a lot. She's around a lot of adults. She's an only child. We're not having any more kids. My wife's already 45. I decided during delivery that we weren't having any more kids because my wife had a really difficult delivery and her heart rate dropped super low. And she was somebody who had heart problems when she was a little girl. And I was just like, I can't do this again. I was like, this is very scary. Like, I don't want to raise kids by myself. You know what I mean? And just watching your, you know, your life partner go through a really difficult pregnancy. I don't want to experience this again. So right. that's that's the real reason that we, on my end, only have one kid. Only recently have I felt like, oh man, it would be cool to have another kid. But now it's at the point where my oldest daughter's already 11. I don't want to go back to, to cha- changing <laughs> diapers and shit like that and extending the time. Just adopt a nine-year-old. <laughs> yeah, that would be the answer. We'll take this girl in for a little bit. Or so you're not, you're, not, you're not gonna have kids. It's pretty unlikely, it's pretty unlikely. How do you feel about that? I'm all right. I mean, I never really wanted kids. Mm. I wouldn't say I ever didn't want kids. I just, I'm totally indifferent to it. I'm getting older and I still don't care. So I'm guessing probably not the best choice. I don't think you should have kids if you're like, I don't care one way or the other. Um, I never cared one way or the other. <laughs> I was never like, I want to have a family. I want to have a kid. I love having just one kid. As you can tell, my daughter is very annoying, but... <laughs> She's well, also, she's a kid. that's my kid though. Yeah, she's a kid. But that's also my kid, the way she was bothering me right there. Yeah. I mean. You're just desserts. Uh, yeah, 100% I'm getting my just desserts <laughs> for this kid. She's very witty. She's very funny. She's actually very insightful and she's very kind, but she lives to push my buttons. Yeah. That's also insightful. That's a different insight. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. She, that's yeah. I-N-C-I-T-E. Yeah, I mean, she... <laughs> she's insightful and insightful. She's a lot like me. Like, when she likes stuff, she likes it. She does well in school and the classes that she likes. If she doesn't, I'm not going to lie, if she doesn't like the class or she doesn't care, she can't be bothered. And there's nothing. And I'll be every day like, where's your homework? Where's your homework? She'll be like, I already did it. And then she'll be like, oh, I got an F in health. I'll be like, what do you mean you got an F in health? She'll be like, well, I didn't realize it, but I'm 10 assignments behind. And I'm like, how do you have an A <laughs> in, like, art, English, social studies? You have an F in health. I was uh-huh. like, that's... I was like, an F in health class is not acceptable. 
I was like, you have to at least get a C. You know, I mean, yeah, I think things are changing. I think I'm wise to a lot of shit that a lot of other people are just starting to figure out. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not sweating college too much because I'm not going to let my daughter go to a private college. You know, she just turned 11. She's got seven more years. She'll be 18 getting out of high school. There's no way in hell I'm going to be able to afford to outright pay the price of what private college is going to be at that point. So she'd be forced to take loans. And there's no fucking way in hell that I'm going to I'm going to let her do that to herself. And for an education, that's not really that much better anyway. I'd rather pay for Massachusetts colleges straight through grad school than her go to BC for undergrad and then go do something that's not lucrative. You know what I mean? If, if from a young age my kid was like going to be a rocket scientist or some shit, that might be a different story. But it, I don't think that's going to be her path. She's, you know, like realistically my kid is probably not going to be a doctor. I don't I don't see her happening. I, I think she's going to do something cool. I think my kid is going to make money. I think she is a hustler. She's already showed interest in making money and she's got some ambition and she's very creative. She started making bracelets. She wants to sell them you know stuff like that but i don't i don't see my kid going like a white collar i don't see my kid becoming a doctor she doesn't like school that much right you know so and i and i want her to do whatever she wants to do but she's so creative teach her how to sell bracelets so you know the interesting thing is i've, I've been asking people a lot of the time and we might have talked about this on here before but i look at people all the time and i go does she need to go work at a Burger King or just a whatever place for the summer? Or should I just fast track her into like running her own business? And a lot of people feel like, no, she should because those jobs will teach her a lot. And then there's part of me that says, yeah, those jobs could teach her a lot in terms of like professionalism and time management. But those jobs could also just show her that work sucks and she could be better off just going and selling her bracelets on her own and never doing that shit. I think you should show her how to make money first and then go let her work for minimum wage, Mm. having people tell her what to do. Yeah. (laughs) Because then she'll be like, no, I'd rather do this for myself, you know? Sure. $30 a shift, I, I could probably swing that just selling bracelets. I mean, the thing is for me is from the time I got out of college to the time that I became a barber, and then like two years into my barber career, I never made good money. I always had shitty jobs. John Hancock could have been a good job for me, but I didn't I didn't enjoy it. And if I stayed where I was going to stay, I would have got laid off anyway. Then I went back to City Sports. I got stuck in the store. I had all these assholes that didn't want to promote me. Then I, I finessed the job up to the office, and then they wouldn't promote me, and I was making like 38 grand a year before taxes. I was taking home like... 1100 bucks every two weeks or some shit like that after my taxes came out, my insurance and all that. Well, part of it's age, though, right? So, like... Well, there was other people that were around my age. You're 25 in a corporate office. They're going to look at you as a kid. Well, no, City Sports, I was already 28, 29-ish. Yeah, imagine a 27, 28-year-old comes into your shop. No, I, I treat all these. My protege is, is 28. All these dudes I work with are in their late 20s through, like, 33. But I treat them differently because I had that experience. And it's like, yo, if you want to just come in and cut hair and do a good job and go home, that's fine. If you want to do a little bit more, then we can do a little bit more. You know, if you want to start talking about, let me handle some of the social media stuff, we have a ways to do that. We have one guy that's Yeah, but what if you had merch. a mid-20s guy come in and be like, I want to run this place, I want to... <laughs> What I would say is, well, you show me something. Maybe we can figure out the future together. But for right now, your job is really cutting hair. But when I was in there at, at City Sports, I was coming up with solutions left and right. People just, you know, I couldn't get ahead. And there was other people that were like my age that had better jobs. But you get hired for one thing, and it was one of those deals where they wouldn't see you as anything else. I interviewed for one job. They changed the job title, hired me for a different job. So when I first got hired at City Sports in the office, it wasn't really a customer service job. There was a customer service component to it, but that wasn't the whole job. By the time I got hired for it, they totally changed it. 
It's like a bait and switch. Yeah, and they, they gave me a fucking shitty salary. Actually, shit, I think I was making like 34000 a year. It was, it was pretty fucking minimal. I didn't know you could negotiate on a salary. I had no idea. I just wanted to get out of the store. I was terrified and my kid was on the way, you know, so I basically worked up there, had my kid and couldn't even really take any time off because I didn't have enough PTO. So right. fuck all that shit. You know what I mean? Like, so the other thing too is you remember me back then. I was pretty raw. I just came out of working with a bunch of rappers and shit for the last few years. So I was really good at getting shit done, but I didn't, I didn't really have that professional candor. And that's also when I started getting pretty heavily tattooed around that time. So I, I don't, I think I was probably doing things that didn't really help me, but I think at the same time too, a lot of people didn't really like having me around so much because I could kind of expose their flaws and I try to do it without putting people on blast, but sometimes they just wouldn't give you a choice. So I don't know. I'm just a person that's destined to do their own thing. I can't work in an office. I can't work for some fucking asshole fucking Office culture is complicated. You gotta guard like your image. You gotta present yourself in the way you want people to think about you. You have to be fully aware of that stuff from the beginning. You have to be aware of the fact that like, however you start is how they're gonna perceive you for like the duration. Yep. I mean, you gotta go in there with a clean slate and like 100%. keep it, you know? If you go in there and you make a bad first impression and you don't get any better from there, it's gonna be hard later until literally everyone that you started with quits, which could be decades, so it's like. Yes. If you're in a place and the situation's bad right out of the gate, you need to learn from your mistakes and go get a job somewhere else. Yep. You'll never get ahead there. Never, never, never. It's like the mistake of not negotiating a high enough salary when you took the job. I tell people all the time, I'm like, if you're going to negotiate a salary, make sure it's something you're totally comfortable with or plan on looking for a new job shortly thereafter because that's what you're going to do. I think the other thing too is people get to, and one thing I, I've always done is really try to hang in there with a the company and see what I can do. I wanted desperately to get out of customer service roles. So when I first got out of college, you know, when I, when I was in college, I worked retail, but that wasn't what I wanted to do forever. To make money, I worked retail, but I also ran the radio station. You yeah. know, so like I'm qualified to do other things. Like obviously I have bigger skills. I was putting on large scale like productions and concerts and shit like that. I just couldn't get a fucking job doing that shit that paid me enough money. So I remember I, I took a temp job at John Hancock that turned into a customer service job where I did well enough where they were like, hey, do you want to go out to California and help head up a California office? Because we have no broker support. I got on the specialist line, so I was only dealing with escalated problems within a couple of months. So they actually really liked me over there. It just wasn't my thing. And yeah. to be honest with you, I didn't really like my boss very much. He was kind of a pathological liar kind of guy. He wasn't a bad guy, but he wasn't an honest guy. He was a guy in high finance. He would make up stories where he beat people up and he'd be like, "That's you're full of shit. And at one point he was like really heavily having an affair on his girlfriend and then threw me under the bus to like save him without asking me like, could you cover me? You know, yeah, just like, I don't want, it's just shit that I don't want to be a part of because I had become friendly with the girl that he was kind of seeing and I, you know, just shit like that. I don't, I don't want to be a part of that shit. And then I would just hear him tell stories and he'd be like, oh, it's like, this dude's lying. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> after a while, you just know when somebody's lying and, and that's a, just a, you know, what's, you know what's the funny thing about lying is there's some people that don't mind hanging out with someone who's like a liar. I can't stand that shit because I can't respect you. Like you don't need to make up stories to impress me, especially at this point in the game. It's not like when you're in fifth grade and there's some kid talking about he invented Sega Genesis, which every school has. But it's like, yo, if you can't grow out of that shit by the time you're like in your 20s, you know. So whatever. I don't I deal do. with that very much. 15 years ago, I ran into an old friend from high school and we went out. I was like, what do you want to do? Like, he was in Providence from uh, California. He's like, oh, let's go to a bar and scam on chicks. And I'm like, well, I got a girlfriend, man. I'm not interested. I was like, but we can go to a bar. You can scam on chicks. That's fine. Yeah. He's like, all right, great. Let's go somewhere where there's women. So we went somewhere where there were, like, tons of chicks. When you go out to bars looking for chicks, they're going to be anywhere from 21 to 
30. And he's like, oh, these chicks are kind of young, so we went somewhere else. And then he's like, oh, I would hit on these girls, but I can tell just from here they're stuck up. And I'm like, dude, I've never known you to hit on chicks, so I'm not sure why we're even out. He's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's like, That's a good point. Dude, you're not the type of dude that max on chicks. Are you like, like, I don't give a fuck. Is this really what you want to do? The culture of dudes who just like are like chick magnets or whatever, like, it's one of the most annoying things ever to hang out with somebody. Because you and me, when we were single, were always trying to talk to a chick. Yeah. But yeah. it wasn't like, yo, let's go out and talk about it. I don't think you ever looked at me once and said, yo, let's go out and hit on chicks tonight. <laughs> and, like, dudes that are like that where their whole shit is, like, I want to go on as many dates and meet as many chicks as possible. Like, it's not fun if I don't get some chick's phone number tonight. Dude, there's going to be Desperate. girls there if it works out. That's something. They are some of the most annoying people because I've also seen dudes when I was literally married be like, yo, come meet me at the bar for a beer and I'd be there. And they'd be like, oh, this is the chick. Yeah, she brought her friend. And I was like, yo, dude, like I'm literally, I left my wife and my kid to come. You hit me up and said, yo, can you meet me tonight? And I thought it was something important. And it's just that you needed a wingman to talk to your 22-year-old girlfriend's friend. I'm in my fucking 30s and I have a kid and I'm married. Like, yo, what am I doing here? But I don't even entertain it. That's just that's just some crazy shit. I think that if you're the type of dude that's like into that shit, you like a certain type of chick. They like you. It's always some drama shit at the end. You gotta just find your wingman. But that's not gonna be me. I also prefer to do my dirt by my lonesome too. That's the other thing. You don't need a ton of people around. Whatever you're gonna do, if you can make it happen, make it happen. Let it be a little more organic. You don't need to go out with your wingman. I don't even understand the wingman shit. Like this girl's gonna bring a defense mechanism. I need your distractor. It's like, come on, man. I remember I was out with this one dude that I really can't stand. And he was like, oh, I need a wingman. It's Windstock Comedy. Aaron's like, yeah, go out. <laughs> she was either pregnant or we had just had a million. It was around that time. I'm very obviously involved. And like, you don't know me to be like a cheater. And we went to the middle sex and I thought we were just hanging out. And I like, didn't even want to go out with this dude who's like a straight up sex addict. And I, I didn't realize that at the time. He was like talking to some chick and her friend was like gross. And some <laughs> other dude walked up to me and he went, yo, bro, take one for the team. And I was like, yo, go fuck yourself. Like, just stop. You know what I mean? I was like, dude, like, I was like, I don't even want to be here right now. You dude, know if I mean? the girl's into you and she brings her friends, she's going to tell her friends, I'm good. I'll see you guys later. It's got nothing to do with a wingman. You know, I mean, in your 20s, your mid to late 20s, too, there'll be a situation where a girl wants to talk to the guy, but then the girl goes out and brings three or four of her girls, and the girls start going, no, don't do it, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yo, dude, it's not meant to be just fucking cut your losses for the night and go do something else. Yeah. It's kind of frustrating if you get blue balls or whatever. I think it's happened to almost everybody where you're talking to some chick, you thought you were going to steal the deal, and her friend started hating on you, and it fucking just threw a total wrench in your plan. Yeah, because she probably told her friends earlier in the night, do not let me go home with some random dude. <laughs> 100 percent who fucking cares even if you're not random like, dude, oh, there's another wait. there's another person in that same bar that probably told their friends i don't know what i'm gonna do tonight but i'm gonna get laid find yeah. that girl i know i don't know politics <laughs> of but the funny the funny thing is is when you're when you're much older and all that shit's in your rearview mirror it's easy to sit back and look at it and laugh but when you're in that when that's the phase of your life that you're in it's like baffling you're just like yo what happened it just slipped right out of my hands jay zone had a line where he said i've watched ass slip out of my hands like a bad pass <laughs> and i mean and it was just i've i've been there Not you ever awesome, been there where though. you thought you thought you just like had it and then it just went whoop and you're like yo what did i do like literally you were talking to some girl for like two hours she's into you then you're like oh i'm gonna go get a beer or i'm gonna go use the bathroom and then you come back and she's like talking to her ex-boyfriend and you're like yo what am i even doing right now <laughs> whatever yeah well it happens to everybody here and there there's no dude on earth that can't admit that they had a couple slip away i never cared about it much though well that's I, the thing i'd get fucking distracted you i'd can't. be like you can't 
Because then you have the air of desperation if you care too much. I don't know. I just None of it ever mattered. <laughs> it's just like, whatever. Make out with a chick and then she's got to go. Great. You got to do, I, I think if you're a single guy out there, you just have to, you're trying to meet chicks. You got to just get out there and do numbers. That's. I think that's the only answer. Without being a fucking creep. Yeah. If anything, I was successful in situations where I probably shouldn't have been. Would have been better if I wasn't successful. You ever get on a hot streak? <laughs> What is a hot streak? Just you just they they can't they can't tell you no they're just uh, you get two or three yeah it usually starts when you get one and then the other right. ones pile up to to ruin it that's the worst thing I never understood is when you'd have a you'd have a you'd be in a rut and you'd be like I don't have a I don't have anything and now I, I have nothing. three <laughs> now I have three yeah and then none of those will work out no they all cancel each other out I mean you, you might get laid three times but that's it sick. <laughs> Teens and 20s is a funny time. Yeah, I was ecstatic when I turned 30. Because you're like, I'm done with that shit. Yeah, I just, my 20s sucked. They were dope, but they sucked at the same time. I mean, they were cool, but like. I think the hardest thing is we were just really poor in our 20s. Yeah. That would have been a whole different game if we had money, could have traveled and shit. Could have. Could have done a little bit more. But then again, I mean, we could have been poor in our 30s and 40s, so. That's a fact. Having a little money to do things now is nice. Ugh, the longest pod. This is the longest we've ever recorded for. Oh, God. I'm going to have to sift through all this shit later and be like, what did we record? We talked about parenting a bit. We yeah. talked to four hours in five locations with six people coming in and out. Couldn't put anything together. She perks right up when you talk about polyamory. She loves it, man. You're going to end up with two wives. She's like, oh. Two wives and two husbands. I mean, I've been, nah. <laughs> How would you, would you be able to do a Pile Morris relationship? I, I like Exhibit A, not so much Exhibit B. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think I'm picking up what you're putting down. It seems annoying. It's complicated. Yeah, I mean, by default, it's complicated. That's why they put that status on Facebook. Because <laughs> people want to know about your relationships. Yeah, I'm good. So what do you want to talk about tonight on the 50 Ton Podcast? Welcome back to Shop Talk. Me and Steve are about to have a... Hot topic about hot haircuts. <laughs> I'm thinking about getting a reverse fade where it's very short on top and very long on the sides. One of my friends was actually famous for reverse fades where he would, uh, he'd leave like hair down here and he would fade out the middle and he got like very, in bless you, very famous on Instagram for it. So wait, how does that work? It's called a reverse fade where he'd like, he'd fade out, he'd fade leave like some hair down here. Where was the chart and where was the long? It was shortest through the middle. So he'd fade into the top and he'd fade into the bottom. Oh, wow. So you'd have this just super short strip around just above yeah, the Yeah, so ear. like down here it would look like you had like, but he, you know. So it looked like your wraparound sunglasses. Yes. Kind of artistic haircuts though. You know what I mean? Like yeah. not a. Uh, Anyone come in looking for like a gummo haircut where you like bleach the hair, shave their eyebrows. Uh, we get some mullets and shit. That I'm not, you know, I'm not super into it. The mullet's having a moment right now, but I, I prefer not to. It's a power dissipate. mullet right now in 2021. Oh, is it? Yeah. No, oh, okay. Dude, if you have a mullet right now, you're getting all kinds of ass. All kinds. Not just some kinds. No, all the asses. All of them. All the poopers. I remember I worked with this guy, Billy, at the movie theater. And Billy was always talking about girls' dumpers. And I'm like... Yeah, I never liked that phrase. Does that, a, does that attract you to the butt to call it a dumper? Because, like, I try not to think about the fact it takes dumps all the time. <laughs> I like to enjoy the, the meat around it and not like, so much the poop. Ed, come here. Look at this girl's dumper. And I'm like... She's got eh. a wicked dumper. I'm like, it's a nice butt, but I don't know about dumping. <laughs> 
he also would spend 10 to 15 minutes at a time explaining how he liked to eat the ass. He's like, it's like open a catch's mitt and you just put your face in there. And it's like, dude, I don't need any of that. <laughs> It's weird. Cool that he put a sports analogy on that. Yeah, I was really young at the time, so I was like, let me ask you. I was like, kind of gross though, right? And he's like, nah, they wash. <laughs> he's like, they wash first. It's like, I doubt it. Nice thought, but I doubt it. Hello? You should probably put your phone yes. down and yeah, have yeah, a you're, conversation. You're right, you're right. Flip it over. You're just going to be distracted every time it lights up. You're Sorry. Gonna want, you're going to want to know what's happening on the phone. Find the computer charger. Don't worry about the computer charger. Oh, I'm not. I'm not actually worried about it. If destiny wants the computer charger to come back to your wife, it's true. It was once you pick be. up once you pick up the phone, it's hard to not open up Instagram or whatever. Yeah, so it's locked. Leave it face down. Face down. What do you think I'm missing on my phone right now? Oh god. So you scroll through Instagram. There's some butts. There's some haircuts. There's some tits. There's some butts. There's watches, some cars, material shit. I don't get that on mine. Just butts. Well, I was yeah. Butts and tits. I mean, I like that. I don't get any haircuts. Oh, there's a lot of babies on my feed. Very offensive. How the babies? Very offensive. I don't get that. I think they're to remind me to stop scrolling. <laughs> Let me see your popular page. <laughs> no, wait. You're just going to go down the same no, rabbit no, no, hole. I want to you give me a time limit. I just want to see how yours differs from mine. It's gross. You're the deformed baby. Mostly tits. Okay, she's good looking. <laughs> we'll like that one. I don't baby. like any of this You already shit. had a baby. Oh my God, this is gross. Don't go liking this shit. I don't have to gross. do it. Gross, but the, the weird thing is, is you have a, you have this and then it's immediately followed by that. Yeah, dude, that's, that's, that's the, that's, <laughs> dude, it's a self-sabotaging that feed. Weird. <laughs> weird. How yeah. do you get to your popular page? Let me see it. You got a weird, no, I'll find it. I'll find it. There's the magnifying oh, here we, glass. Oh, yeah, the magnifying glass. All right, so that one's good. Weird dude. Dude, get out of here, baby. Why do you have so many babies? You I don't a, know. You got a couple. That's This is more about your boy right here, though, than it is her. <laughs> oh, this is weird. You got a weird... Describe it. Describe it. The audience uh, can't see it. He's got a lot of babies on his Instagram feed. This is... <laughs> that doesn't sound like a baby. Ah, uh, it's... Oh, Jesus, what the fuck is that? This is Dude, weird. That was definitely a baby nursing have, another baby. The funny thing is, is your page is only girls <laughs> or babies. There's nothing else. That's all you have. Oh, this woman's middle-aged. Oh, oh, she's hot. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I liked it. Then I'm going to get more of it. Dude, stop liking shit. I actually followed her. All right, dude. I'm going to take that away from you. <laughs> I followed her. <laughs> you didn't. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. Oh, these girls are not even 18. Here's a deformed baby. What's wrong with this kid? <laughs> Yo. Dude, what are you doing? What are you doing, dude? What Why does you your doing? Instagram page look like this? I feel like you're fucking it up worse. <laughs> oh, this is gross. You got girls with no ass. Oh, this girl's anorexic. This is gross. It's all, it's literally babies. <laughs> I feel like you're making it worse. Oh, I, yo, I am. This is... This is, I can't even look at this anymore. What the fuck? What the fuck is, oh my God. That's so weird. I've never seen anything like your Instagram popular page. Now I gotta see all the shit that you did. But this, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't really go that crazy. Oh Jesus, you followed this fucking girl. <laughs> Why not? Unfollow. Dude, follow her. Send her to me. I want to follow her. Eh. <laughs> eh. 
Well, I feel better because I would see just, it was just all TNA on my Instagram page, on my popular page. And I was like, yo, this is like overkill. I was like, this is bad. And then I, and now I've seen your page. Dude, I did, I, I don't even fucking use it. And it's unattractive women and babies. I don't use it. Every now and then I'll search for somebody. Why is the baby? And when I, when I hit the search button, that shit comes up and I'm always like, why is this here? Why is that there? I don't even scroll it. You hang out with some real freaks. It's just fucking gross. Because at least if it was pulling from Oh, that's true. Because if I scroll down, I'll see that people like this shit. Well, and if it was chicks from that pulled from my popular page, they'd at least be good looking. My page thinks I live in South America, though, between the haircuts that I'm given and the women. <laughs> it's, it, it literally thinks that I'm, I'm a barber in you know, Brazil. I don't know how to undo whatever you just did. You can't. You can never undo it. You can only delete it. <laughs> How the fuck do you find what's been happening? You can't. Really? I don't, I don't think that's an option on Instagram. Really? It's a very dated app. TikTok, you'd be able to clean it up in two seconds. Doesn't sound right. Are you going to get on TikTok? Hmm, I hope not. Dude, you liked all these babies? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? How many of them did I like? Oh, and this lady? Oh, <laughs> Jesus fuck. <laughs> oh, gross. Turn that off. I've seen that Why video. Did, Turn that off. Oh. It's gross. What is that? I can't believe you have that on your popular page. You're out of control. I'm out of control. It's not on my popular page. I mean... Yeah. That's the only good one I saw on your page, though. Listen, they can't all be winners. My page is mostly winners. It's foul now. You gotta take control of it and just start liking some pictures of some women that you actually find attractive. You know what it is? I don't... I don't follow anybody that I don't know. So, like, I'm at the whim of whatever the fuck they're liking, I so think. So their page is like, we can't tell if he's a single guy who likes uh, malnourished or women or, or if he wants to have a baby. If I click on any of these, I can see, like, I have mutual friends that are liking these things, but it's just not, it's not cool. It reflects poorly on me that I don't have a normal stream. I mean, look. The algorithms have me marked as a creep. Oh, this guy, he's either breastfeeding or watching babies breastfeed. Yeah, so mine's not much better, but I mean, that's less babies, but though. that's a lot better than anything on your page. That's more normal. Yeah. I mean, you got haircuts, you got some sports track. I mean, I don't care about sports. A lot of tattoos. Oh, you know what? There was a uh, there was a period where all of my stream was pretty much pole vaulting videos. But I mean, that's better than anything. Are you familiar with those? Yeah, that's better than anything that's been on your page lately. Yeah. yeah. I don't know where the babies came from. Oh, wait, no, I did figure that out. Someone on my feed has a baby. And I liked one picture. That's and gross. Just babies galore. This is kind of like a pole vaulting video. So, That's pervy though. I don't like that. <laughs> it all goes away. Like my feet will be totally different in like two weeks. I feel like I get a better. That's because you go through and like all these things. So it gives yeah, why you a not? Better feed. <laughs> why wouldn't you like that? Steve's hypnotized right now. Yeah, that was a good one. He likes Brazilians. Apparently. I like people with ridiculous sideburns too. I don't even care. It's such a joke at this point. I don't give a fuck. I don't, I'll like anything on here. I don't care. <laughs> It doesn't matter. I don't know what to do with the internet. I don't care about it. I don't have time to do stuff on it. I feel like we're going to have to hire a promotional person because I feel like we can't keep up on that shit. I agree. Unless you start learning Photoshop. No. Because I don't have time for it. Spend all week editing. Who's going to do it? I don't know. I need to find someone else to start making fake ads. Cause the problem is I have a job, so I, I, it takes too much time. I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't, I, I'm out of touch. I don't know how to promote. I know how to create. I don't know how to promote. Yeah, I don't think it's our problem. I don't think it's our problem either. My Instagram feed is now more fucked, but guess I'm going to live with that. Dude, and this is the other thing. This. Everyone that was on Friends comes yep. up in my feed now. Jennifer Aniston. Great. All those fucking people. 
It doesn't make any sense. Well, what's the guy's name? Matt Perry? Matthew Perry? I don't know. The guy on the show? I don't yeah. fucking know. But, like, I don't think the guy's been in anything in 10 years. 20 years. He's your favorite celebrity. He's always in my feed. Jennifer Anderson, is she in movies or is she just dating people? I don't fucking know. She drank from the fountain of youth. It's probably expensive. And it's an expensive Probably fountain. a plastic surgeon. Yeah. Sign this guy off. You sign it off. I don't know what to say. Sign it was barely an episode. Barely an episode. We have like 10 hours of recording and no content. We're sorry it came down to this. I'm not even going to tell you that we'll see you next Tuesday. We'll see you next Tuesday. <laughs>